This is Hemant. And Jessica. And you're listening to the Friendly Atheist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please go to patreon.com slash friendly atheist podcast to support what we're doing. There are tons of new tiers, new rewards, Mm -hmm. new goals. So anything you could do in terms of Patreon support is appreciated. Any reviews you can give on iTunes for the podcast, that's free. That's appreciated, too. So thank you for that. And before we start, I'm going to say a few thank yous to some of our newer supporters. Lynn S., Lorraine B., Dave L., Gary E., Andrew P., Larry B. Thank you so much for supporting uh, the show. Hey, Lorraine, listen to the song Sweet Lorraine by Patty Griffin. It's one of my favorites. (laughs) Anyway, I'm actually checking to see where we are in our... um, We asked everybody to go on iTunes and review them. Let's see how we're doing. We started at like one... Oh, 7.20. Oh, we're getting really close to... Yay, more... Those are reviews. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm learning from these reviews is people listen to a lot of shit that they don't like, and it is befuddling Yeah, to, to the point where they're leaving a review saying, I don't yeah. like the show. I will keep listening every week. Yeah. No, it's wild. Hate um, listen to us. I don't care. Yeah. Li- listen, download us and delete us. It's fine. <laughs> Those numbers still. I will count. also say, I am supposed to be giving a few talks in Los Angeles next week, uh, next weekend. That would be the weekend of like March 19th, 20th-ish. It may be canceled because of all the travel plans yeah. and stuff. I won't know until middle of next week or so. But uh, for now, the plan is still on. The details are on the website. If it gets canceled, we will let you know if you're looking for that sort of information. But for now, yeah, uh, I'll be in L.A. next week. Maybe. We are recording a tiny bit later than we intended because I was like, I'm just going to run to the grocery store really quick and pick Three up hours some later. I genuinely, it took me two hours, and the grocery store is literally across the street <laughs> from my house. But everybody's being nice, just they're sold out of hand sanitizer. And, and everything. What I was just telling him, it, I was like, okay, what? I'm, I wasn't like doomsday prepping, but I was like, I'm just going to like be forward thinking with what I'm buying. And the shit that's sold out versus what isn't has blown my mind. So all of the pasta is sold out except for rigatoni. <laughs> it, knows, it knows what it did. Rigatoni is the best noodle. <laughs> I mean, and then, like, so the, that's all sold out. And the, But, like, canned vegetables, fully stocked. What are we doing here? <laughs> like, I thought we were doing the carb conscious thing. Yeah, no. Leave that pasta for me. Yeah. Um, so. Stay safe, everyone. Should we start with, do we have COVID stories? Oh, oh, we got COVID. So let me start with uh, this one because it, it was, it was a different type of, question about whether we should fear it or not fear it or whatever Uh this was on creationist ken ham's website in the sense that he's endorsing it even though it's not creationist related but basically what he was saying is you know how should churches respond to the virus what should churches be doing at this time and there are churches like robert jeffress who's a trump supporter Mm -hmm. who says well we're not canceling our service this weekend people need god Mm -hmm. it's like yeah the virus doesn't care but all right into God? How does that uh, work? He, What's his Wi-Fi set? He can't make money if people are just Skyping <laughs> in. So he's going to keep going for now. But the question on Ken Ham's website, what should churches do? There was some sensible recommendations about, you know, buying high demand uh, churches. What should churches do? Sure. Buy high demand personal hygiene products because people in your church may need them. And if you can't get toilet paper from Target or you can't get toothbrushes or whatever, mm-hmm. um, people may come to church to get that stuff and you should have it available for them, which, all right, fine. Like if a, if a, a food depository or a church... If 
if they want to serve that purpose, fine. I mean, they're not hoarding it. They're they're uh, just counterpoint. Maybe leave it on the shelf so people who need it can buy it. I, I'm not bothered by that. But here's mm, here's the thing I didn't it. like. Okay. They said uh, in to- in terms of toilet paper, for example. They said you should definitely buy toilet paper and then, and I'm quoting here, have someone creative and biblical yep. write a tract for distribution to each person receiving the personal hygiene products. Because you can't just give them toilet paper. You got to give them toilet paper and Jesus. Brother. Like, <laughs> and, they're I using mean, the coronavirus panic and the p- fact that people need these goods to preach and proselytize. And also, isn't it's, the whole thing about the coronavirus, like, reduce human contact as much as you can? <laughs> so if, like, they're getting their grimy hands all over your fucking TP, yeah. throw it out, burn it. Yeah, by the Use way, leaves. Answers in Genesis has this convention center that they built, like, last year. They have two conferences coming up in, within a month. Right now, they're both still on. Ark Encounter is open. Creation Museum is open. Like, yeah, they're closing Disney and World. They're, and, they canceled and, uh, March Madness. They canceled yeah. NBA. And who comes to the Creation Museum and Ark Encounter? Old people. And people who probably don't wash their hands. Why is that a stereotype I yes. have about them? So, yeah. They don't believe in germ theory, I guess. So that's one yeah, thing. Yeah, that really scares me. And I, I feel like I've seen a... It, it's really, really wild what's happening here that... It's being politicized in such a dramatic way of it's either like and I haven't definitely have not gotten the the note to like straight up panic. Right. But I like I said, I went out today Take and just like stocked up on food just in case, made sure like I'm good on supplies. And you know, my husband might have to work from home for a few days, so we'll have to deal with being in the same house for like more than 24 <laughs> hours, it's going to be a fucking nightmare. Right, and if you have kids at home, you got to take care of it. Right. So I get that. But it seems like either that or this whole fucking thing is a hoax. Go on business as usual. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Yeah. Like Tom fucking Hanks has it and Rita Wilson, <laughs> America's parents. Of course, they got tested because they're in Australia. Yes. I just, we are so, God forbid anything else goes wrong in the next two months because we are woefully unprepared to do, like, if there's a hurricane, that's it. We're going to have to close the country. Yeah. Like, we're not. We need walls to protect them from us. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. I do like that nothing of, in terms of arrangements, outside of this trip I was going to make to L.A., (laughs) like, really, my life, oh, you want me to be a shut-in for the next several weeks? Oh, okay. (laughs) You don't have to pull my arm there. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about Jim Baker, because he's also Mm -hmm. in trouble. So for weeks now, maybe for months. Has always been spelled with two Ks? It has been. That's Um, wild. Actually, for a couple of years now, he's been selling this quote-unquote silver solution, Mm -hmm. and he says, like, this silver solution, if you buy a 12-pack for, like, a couple hundred bucks... Uh, It cures everything you have. So a couple of years ago, he's like, it cures all your venereal diseases, which is totally what his elderly audience really needed. But all right. Um, he hey, said, listen, STDs are a big problem in elderly communities because they fuck and they do not use condoms. Fine, but they don't need <laughs> silver. He said it cures SARS. It cures HIV. He said God created his silver solution in heaven. Oh. And then a couple of weeks ago, he had a guest on his show who was like, oh, yeah, this cures coronavirus yeah. under 12 hours even. Wow. And so now, because of the coronavirus scare, 
Now, like, government is getting involved. So you had the New York Attorney General write a letter saying, stop it. Yeah. Just stop what you're doing with the Silver Solution. The next day, what did he do? Because he pre-tapes several shows in advance. Mm -hmm. He still aired a segment about the Silver Solution. Then earlier this week, Missouri's Attorney General, Eric Schmidt, said, we're suing your ministry for lying about Silver Solution as a treatment. Um, It said on the Attorney General's website, anyone who has bought Silver Solution from the Jim Baker show should know that it cannot cure or treat coronavirus. The lawsuit requests a restraining order and permanent injunction to stop him from doing it. And I should say, as of our taping today, Mm -hmm. maybe as of this morning or yesterday, if you search for Silver Solution on his website, not there anymore. Oh, that's he good. scrubbed it from his site. Like, again, this is Jim Baker. He goes from grift to grift. So first it's, sure. we need apocalyptic meal buckets, which he stopped <laughs> selling like a while ago. Really? Yeah. Now he's moved on to the Silver Solution, which he's been hawking for a long time. He'll move on to something else. Sure. It'll just be another weird item. Here's what um, I want to get your take on. So th- these lawsuits have been com- uh, coming under the... Um, FDC Act, 15, Federal Trade, Federal Trade um, Commission Act. Yeah. Um, Basically, you can't sell Federal bullshit. Trading, yeah. FTC, oh, FDNC Act. I don't know what that is. FTC. Federal Trade Commission basically said, uh, you're basically lying to consumers and it's our job to stop that. Yeah. So you need to stop making misleading claims, like right. cease and desist from doing that. So, so they're using the Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act, um, which basically says that you can it's uh, it's unlawful to advertise a product can prevent treat or cure human diseases unless you possess competent reliable scientific so essentially you can't sell you can't sell snake oil and say this will cure right well you can't sell again if you're trying to sell a drug and you're a big right. drug manufacturer you need it approved by the FDA yes. before you could sell it cuz you need to show them look we did the testing mm-hmm. it's legit the side effects are listed. Sure. We tell you exactly what it does. We can prove it. And then they'll allow you to sell the drug. Like, drug companies rely on that stamp of approval. Right. But he doesn't get it for no, Silver it, Solution because he doesn't ask because he knows it doesn't do that stuff. But here's the thing is, is there are products that definitely get around the FTC. So, like, supplements are right. famously not evaluated by the FDA. So if you look really carefully at what, what vitamins and supplements say... They're very tricky with their language. They're very clear about, like, can help symptoms related to something. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. never going to say it will cure something. Right. But and, on his show, he said, no, 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 this cures coronavirus. But this isn't, I have to admit, like, he's had this silver solution for however long, and he's made claims. And is it just because somebody, like, mentioned COVID that the FDA is like, fuck this, actually, we need to get this. I think because of the seriousness, Uh it went from low-hanging fruit, like a Christian lying, yeah, well, call me when you have some news, to a guy who's basically messing with public health, which is the fear. But I mean... And so they are like, okay, now you're, you know, Code Red, we need to stop you now. Because again, if your old people want to stop venereal disease and they're tricked, that's a problem. But we have like, I don't know, I'm making this up. We have three workers. We can't get on that because we got bigger fish to fry. That's fair. This is a bigger deal, especially if anyone actually thinks it's curing coronavirus. Yeah. Like, we got a problem. The Uh, weird thing is he could have just lied and said, just pray to God and give me some money. Oh, sure. And he would have been fine. Yeah, he had to get into selling shit. I just remembered that my la- I'm using my laptop. I usually have written notes. 
it's a touch screen, so Ooh. I can just skim around and I can see Alex Jones' stupid face. Look at you. It, by the way, if Jim Baker was, like, punished for fraud, it would be not the first time he's been convicted yeah, of fraud. I'm, I'm curious what sort of the the um, ripple effect of this is going to be, because now he's on their radar. Like, now he's been the target of I'm cynical. Lawsuits. Nothing's going to happen. Mm, it, as long as he stops selling silver, here's what he'll do. He'll be like, well, now I'm selling platinum solution. <laughs> And it treats the symptoms of coronavirus, and then he'll get away with it again, because that's how these people work. Yeah. But I mean, none of it's great, but... No. It does make me happy that, like, some of our laws are working for the first time. Yeah, there are a like. few competent people, yeah. not at high levels, but yeah. in those offices. Oh, God. It's, this whole week has been a... Dude, everything we've... You know how I've heard it said many times, like, yes, Trump is awful, mm-hmm. But my goodness, can you imagine if like 9-11 happened or there was a serious terrorist attack and we had this incompetent buffoon in his party and that hasn't happened. It's been like self-created stupidity. Yes, it's been unforced errors. This one they can't get away from, which just show. I mean, I hope it shows some people. Today, earlier today, David Brody, who works for uh, the Christian Broadcasting Network and is one of the broadcast, like the news Fox News type of news broadcasters who gets interviews with Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Today, he's like, no, the, this administration has botched the handling of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. We need more tests available. It's like, really? David Brody, who basically kowtows to Trump every time he sees him, is the one saying that? Yeah. Like, they're becoming self-aware. Yeah, wow. it's sort of like... Even Maybe the, it's getting through to some of them. Even the low-key crazies are sort of coming out of the woodwork. Like, I have a brother-in-law who is... Typing some not great shit about like the coronavirus hoax and CNN's fake news, all caps, obviously. And he's like my age. He's like a regular. Man. Yeah. No, it's not great. Um, yikes. So sad when they get lost that early. Yeah. No, he's always he's always been like not my favorite brother-in-law. <laughs> like he gave my I don't think anyone in my family listens to this, but we did a, a bottle and book exchange or like okay. a secret Santa. And you like pick because there's a gajillion in laws on my husband's side. Okay. And so you pick a name and you get them a bottle of something you think they'd like and a book you think they'd like, which is actually, I think, a really nice way to do it. He picked Mikey and got him a book that was like The Art of Manliness. And it's still sitting in our upstairs, like in the back of a drawer in our upstairs bathroom. Like, can I burn it? Like, is that okay? (laughs) Because it was so passive aggressive because I am. Don't want to shock you. Not the most well-liked sister-in-law by him. <laughs> uh, there was also an Israeli priest. Oh, yeah. Who said some stupid stuff. really hot takes about what's causing the coronavirus. Huh? Yeah. What did he say caused it? So um, he thinks that... This is Rabbi, Rabbi Meir Mazuz, who's an Orthodox Israeli rabbi. Oh, and thank you for nobody uh, emailing me to correct my shitty pronunciation of Hindi words last week as... Hemet just let me fucking dangle like a real dick. Um, So he is an Orthodox Israeli rabbi, and he thinks that the coronavirus is um, spread in Israel and around the world as divine retribution for gay pride parades. So I want to be very clear. Mm -hmm. Not gay people, not gay sex, not gay laws. Specifically, God is like, okay, Listen, get married, have families, be in loving, committed relationships. But I swear to fucking God, if you have a permit to block off three city blocks and have floats and old-timey cars, so help me fucking Unleash God. Unleash the pandemic. <laughs> this is it. This far, no further. <laughs> so I think that's a fun... Um, 
uh, fun reach. I really like the, like, her. usually it's hurricanes that bring this, right? Yeah. Like, Hurricane Katrina was caused by gay marriage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And but, abortion rights and stuff like that. Yeah. No parades. Um, Mazuz said that countries all over the world are being called to account because of their gay pride events, except for the Arab countries that don't have this evil inclination. Because they're theocracies and they just murder people. Mm-hmm. Jesus. So, oh, the outbreak in Iran, um, he said that it was due to the wicked ways of Iranians and their hatred of Israel. It's really really convenient convenient. that this this virus is just going after his personal grievances. (laughs) Yeah. It's a really petty disease, and I did not see that What's he going to say when it affects the Orthodox Israeli community? They looked at women too many times. Yeah, right. And they had to sit next to them on airplanes. And so, again, it's on me personally. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. This, this story came out today and I was genuinely surprised to see this. Here's my running theory for the past few years. White evangelical Christians, basically the Trump base, the 80% of them who voted for him in 2016. So the question is like, well, why do they like this guy so much? It's not his values because Trump goes against everything they claim to stand for. Mm -hmm. He doesn't really believe any of this shit. And my theory has just been, well, they like that he gives them the policies they want. They like that he gives them the judges, Mm -hmm. ever-flowing pipeline of unqualified conservative judges to lifetime appointments. So it's one of those like, yeah, I don't love the guy, but he gives me what I want, so I'll tolerate it. And today, uh, today, the Pew Research Center released a survey that basically showed I'm totally wrong mm. about that theory. Oh. And here's what they found. Like, among the many questions they asked to a lot of people, including evangelical Christians, and we're just going to single out their responses, mm-hmm. um, how well does morally upstanding describe Donald Trump? Morally upstanding. And this what is- percent of America said that percent of America or percent of America all of America Um, who says Trump is morally upstanding 28.3% you're pretty damn close yeah uh 32% said it's either very or fairly well that's the description that works 32% I mean 40% vote for Trump more or less like or like Trump yeah I expect it to be lower than his approval rating because I think like you said people hold their nose and and deal with it so 32% now white evangelicals who says he who say he's morally upstanding 61 wow 45% of them say yeah fairly well that's accurate um that actually sounds about right to me of like yeah, about people who support Trump, about two thirds of the two thirds of those are like sincere supporters and yeah. genuinely have the God blinders on. Yeah. Versus just like I said, judges and how about the word honest? Does honest describe <laughs> Donald Trump? Of all US adults, of all Americans, thirty six percent said honest is a fair description. So more people think he's honest than think he's moral? Uh, yes, slightly more say he's about that. How do you, do you think he's more honest or more moral? I think they love it when he says like, oh, the media is lying to you or the man's trying to get you down or whatever. They're like, yes, he's telling it like it is. Yes. I hate those minorities too. I think they think he's honest when he speaks from his gut. Uh, even though he's full of shit when he's actually trying to not stir up emotions. So I kind of get where he's coming from on that and where his base is coming from on that. Okay. 
among white evangelicals. Who says Trump is honest, that it's a fair description of him? 80%. Thankfully lower, but 69% said it's accurate. That's how deluded they are. Like, they genuinely think he's telling them the truth. It's not just transactional. It's not just, yeah, I don't love the guy. He's not a good guy, but he's giving me stuff. No, they have drank all the (sighs) Kool-Aid. And while we're at it, 64% of white evangelicals said he was somewhat religious or very religious. 60 what? 64%. 83% of white evangelicals said intelligent was a good word to describe Trump. Okay. And 40%, which was still high, said he's even-tempered. Okay. <laughs> compared to 19% of all Americans. I'm sorry, compared to 90% of non-religious Americans. Oh, okay. But like, oh my God. Yikes, y'all. Like, we again, are... I thought it was transactional. It's not. They really do think he's like the next messiah we or like something. We hurdled over idiocracy. Yeah. And then the, uh, the Pew Research Center also said... Uh, true or false? Like the Bible should have. False. It's not true or false. Bible should have blank influence on U.S. laws. Zero. Should it have a great deal of influence? No. Some influence. No. Um, eighty-nine percent of white evangelicals say at least some. That's honestly, I'm shocked. That's not a hundred percent. Like that is the one statistic that I feel like they would be like, yeah, I think we can all come you know, like come around the table on this one and say yes. Bible. I mean, you could still great. say, look, I want the U.S. to do some of the same stuff Jesus wanted, but the, not because the Bible says it, but it's the yeah, right thing to do. They don't split that up in their heads. Mm. It's only ten percent of white evangelicals said no. The Bible shouldn't be our guiding force. That's here. genuinely much higher than I would think. Uh. Don't, um, like, don't you think that that would be like the one thing that ever? I guess ninety percent not, is a pretty... not influencing the government. There are some evangelicals who are like, "I'm fine with church-state separation." Um, these eighty-nine percent want a theocracy, at least out. partially. I would like those guys to run for office. <laughs> be white evangelical if you believe in separation of church and uh, state. Endorsement, Jessica. So, I mean, these people really do want a theocracy, and they really do think Trump is honest and smart. So like fucking wild. Yeah, completely wild because, again, I'm watching the same stuff you're watching, and it's like, how could anyone be dumb enough to fall for this stuff? Or to think, you know, he talks about coronavirus, and you're getting the best information, and we are in good hands. Who on earth is watching this, him speak, and his administration do stuff and say, like, yeah, I feel good about this? Those people exist. Yeah. Um, They vote. Did you watch his thing on the coronavirus last night? Okay. So my particular form of self-care is I try not to listen to him talk as Mm -hmm. often as I can because I find it highly stressful. Was it... Was it as bad or worse? It looked like a hostage video, and it sounded like he's reading a teleprompter in the sense that he's not good at it. No, he's he's just he's reading the word. You know what he sounds like at a rally when he gets in his like bigot uh, Mm -hmm. fueled just rants, Mm -hmm. and he's making fun of people. You know what he sounds like then reading a teleprompter with a script that someone else has written. He sounds like a hostage. Yeah, Um, and he's not good at it, and he doesn't know how to emote his face and his voice mm-hmm. when he's looking at words that are not his own. Did, so it just comes across like you have no idea what's going on. And by the way, even though it's written for you, mm-hmm. he's still lying. 
Like, yeah, we have all these testing facilities and ability to test. Like, no, we don't. No. And you're allowing, you know, everyone in Europe can't fly into the U.S. That's not true. There are exceptions. And it happens to be where you have hotels. Look at that. Ugh. Like, all that stuff. I'm actually shocked he went after Europe instead of Asia. Like, that feels more <laughs> on brand for him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. white evangelicals, again, maybe some of them, like, again, if David Brody... And people like him who have some reach in that community can be like, nope, you're fucking up the response to this. If a fraction of them are convinced like, okay, this guy is bad to the point where they'll vote for a Democrat. Like, my goodness, that would change a lot, especially in those swing states. Yeah, I I wish I could say a surprise. Those folks are nothing. I'm not consistent, I guess. Mm -hmm. But. Speaking of which, I did go early vote this week because okay. Illinois primaries are on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So I went yesterday. I went to early vote. I felt sad that I wasn't filling in I, my Elizabeth Warren uh, bubble, but voted for Bernie, same as I did four years ago, yeah. knowing full well Biden's going to crush him in Illinois and that Biden will come away with the general. But I got into a Twitter fight with the world because basically I'm like, look, I voted for Bernie because that's the closest I'm going to get mm-hmm. to the policy choices I want. Mm-hmm. I'll vote for Joe Biden in mm-hmm. November because that will probably be the closest I'll get to my policy decisions. I don't like him personally or his moderacy. No. Is that the right word? I don't know. Moderation? Yeah. I don't like his moderation, but I have some hope that whether it's his vice presidential pick or the people he uses to staff a lot of the agencies, if not all of them, Mm -hmm. he'll put competent people in there. Like, I think there's enough push from progressives that... And he's a political monster. Like, you know what I mean? He'll do what's politically expedient. Uh, yeah, I mean, and among Democrats, it's like, well, you're going to want those Bernie voters and those Warren voters. Yes. How do you appease them? Give them some of the policy things they want. Put smart people in mm-hmm. charge of this stuff instead of what you might have been able to get away with under Obama. Yeah. Don't do it now. Um, I think Yang said recently that uh, that with Joe Biden, we're not... We don't want to go back to Obama era stuff. Like in some ways, right? Yes. Return to normalcy. Like that's not good enough. We we still want progression. We still want more progressive. Uh, I don't know. I'm. Uh, it's just oh, been. It's been a where I was going with that is I'm like, yeah, I'll vote for Biden because Bernie's probably not going to win the the mm-hmm. primary. So I'll vote for Biden because that's the closest I'm going to get, and then I can push from that because that's what we did under yeah, Obama. It's what I, we did under Clinton. Whoever was around for that. But the point is, like, yeah, what, what is your other option here? And there were, there are people who are oh, like, I, well, if, Bi- if Bernie doesn't win, I will not vote. They have to earn my vote. Well, while you're sitting on your high horse, Trump is going to take also, those votes. I would turn His that people. around on them. And I feel like Bernie, people who are on the fence, Bernie hasn't done a lot to. Yeah, he didn't win. Uh, like, didn't, <laughs> they I, didn't I take it from him. No I, one voted for him in the numbers he needed, so he right. lost. Yeah, or he's gonna losing. lose. Like, listen, we don't. I do not pretend to know the future because God fucking knows. <laughs> I didn't think in March 2020 I'd be sitting here right. talking about a Bernie versus. Biden. What have you been doing for the past four years if you haven't been trying to get people to actively vote for progressive slates of candidates? Yeah, like and, and no, if you didn't get the vote out. And you didn't get young people who agree with you to vote like, all right, suck it up. Do what the rest of us do, which is try to get closer to your side. Yeah, it's this is not a winner take all kind of deal that like 
it's what you want or it's nothing because there are still people who are going to be actively harmed by right. By the, and, and anyone just, who is not voting is mm-hmm. saying, I'm fine with you being actively harmed because yeah. I didn't get everything I wanted, and, which is so fucking selfish. And, and I want to be clear. It's not too. And the thing I'm saying all the time is like, well, people are dying without health care and you're mad about people being mean to you online, which is like, I think such a false equivalency yeah, no. because it's like, being a politician means you have to bring people in. Like you right. can't just stand and stand your ground. And Say what you will about Joe Biden. He manages to get all like it's not just, oh, the Democratic Party is on his side. Yeah. No, he gets the black voters on his side for whatever reason you want to attribute that so, to. But he manages to get Latinos to vote for him. He gets white college groups. Right. I forgot which demographics, but like he's getting different segments, whether it's just because the name recognition or his history. Yeah, th- he got them. Bernie didn't. Right. I think what they're going to be fighting Elizabeth over is, Warren definitely didn't, yeah, to my I disappointment. Um, I was listening to Love It or Leave It yesterday, because I'm behind on my podcast. That's not interesting. But he had this... Uh, uh, it's John Lovett, who used to be a speechwriter for Obama, who now is part of Crooked Media. Um, and he had this like really thoughtful sort of monologue about how um, if we look to black voters en masse, which obviously it's not like a monolith... But they have a long and storied history of voting for the person who will do them the least harm because they, yeah. I mean, and I'm the first to admit it, like the black disenfranchisement is upsetting, but I, I think people need to take a page from how the black population votes and says, like, let's find the person who is going to protect us the most and do us the least amount of harm. Because no one's good on their issues in general. Right. Yeah. Everybody's their Even Obama choice. wasn't great on all of their no, issues either. I mean, there's plenty of criticism to be, to yeah. be levied at, at Obama. I just think if you are listening to this podcast and you think that... We're, yeah, we're approximately the same age. We're like, I was 17 I'm in the... two years younger than All right, all right. I was dare. 17 and like a senior when the Al Gore, uh, George W. Bush election happened in 2000. So yeah, I couldn't was, vote in that election. More. But I remember the same thinking coming across like, well, if like, whatever, if it's Al Gore, like, I'm just going to sit out or I'm going to vote for Ralph Nader oh, yeah. or whatever it is. John Kerry And shit. okay, what did that do for us? We got George W. Bush and uh, wars and a bunch of shitty, mm-hmm. stupid things. Because some people in some states were so selfish that they're like, well, I didn't get everything I wanted, so let's burn the world the down. the course of human history right. is, is indefensible. Anyone who's voting third party in the general... Is, it's frankly irresponsible and yeah. selfish and shitty, and I'm mad at you. You should it. feel bad. You should feel yeah. bad. Like, I... Listen, we can talk all you want about, like... Like, God, they have to earn my vote. Yeah, and you have to go vote, otherwise they don't care about you, and you're yeah. not doing anything to tell anyone why we should listen to you. Yeah, and I, like, I am <laughs> fine with, 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 um, the, fuck, what are we in? The preliminaries could not come The primaries, the primaries. Yeah. primaries? Yeah. God damn it! So close, you could so do the words. So close in the neighborhood. Um, like, I, I'm not really into, like, contention and shitting on other people, but by all means, like, fight for your candidate. Go knock down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and then when you lose, as we have... As we already have, <laughs> and guess what? Most of you then all probably adult. will. Like, genuinely, go fucking knock on doors for Bernie. If you really yeah. and truly believe it, it's this, not over. I However, this. if and when he loses to Biden... Fucking get in line. Yeah. We cannot have another four years of Trump. We cannot. <laughs> and same thing, like, okay, you didn't win the president. I think we said this when, like, Jill Stein was running. It's like, fine, she didn't get the votes to, like, 
be relevant in the the general election. If you actually care about the party and the platform, then go who who's the Green Party candidate that you're electing for city council? Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Or you, if you care about it, you go run. Yeah. And they don't like the Green Party in general. Like they run for president and virtually nothing, nothing else. else. So it's like, oh, you don't care. Yeah. You're just trying to play spoilers to help Republicans. That's all you're good yes. for. And, and I, Bernie bros, not bros, the Bernie people are basically the ones who are like, I'm not going to vote for anybody except him. Mm-hmm. Even Bernie's like, yeah, I'll vote for Joe yeah. Biden if I lose. I, He'll still fight, but. Uh, yeah, and like, and I, the thing is, I understand. I understand the anger. I understand the resentment. I understand the fear of like, really and truly, if we don't do something big about climate change, yeah, shit's going to get real. It already has. If we don't get health insurance for people, people are going to continue to die. And, and they're right. And that's why I yes. was voting for Elizabeth Warren. And yeah. that's why I'm going to support Bernie in, in until the I can't. Until I can't. However, if you think that, like, quote, unquote, both parties are... This, like, I saw... How stupid do you have to be at this listen, point to think both parties a, are the same evil? A tweet. Jesus. Somebody said something about, like, can you imagine on Earth 2 if this were happening <laughs> and President Hillary Clinton was like, all right, here's the fucking shit we're going to do. We're going to get in line. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. I fully believe that a Clinton administration would have been, like, ready for this. And still people are, like, vitriolic about Hillary, who yeah. isn't in the in politics anymore. They're like, and, like, of course, p- pictures of her Harvey Weinstein. Like, cool, you definitely got the point, and we're definitely <laughs> never going to deal with something like this again because people really have their priorities fucking and straight. And you're not new. Your feelings are not new either. If you're like, well, my candidate didn't win, so burn it all. Listen, like, yeah, we've all been yeah, there every two, four Hamilton. years, whatever. Like, what do you think yeah. happened in the 1800 general election? <laughs> like, shit got crazy then, too. Right. People were furious that Aaron Burr was like, was like, going around and shaking hands. People were fucking furious about that. Like, being angry about politics isn't new. And the best we can do, and I know this is heartbreaking, but sometimes the best we can do is mitigate bad and that's not inspiring that's not what people write speeches about and i get that i'm there too like elizabeth warren was was my like uh inspiring starstruck this is my candidate this is the world i want to live in and guess what she's out i'm devastated but i'm going to get out to the fucking polls next week and i'm still gonna vote for my values and if those values are, if in the general election, those are slightly different, then guess what? I'm going to fucking vote blue no matter who, yeah. because... That is what because I did in the Ruth primaries. Bader Ginsburg too. doesn't have another four yeah. years on her. Women are going to continue to die of lack of health care, lack of abortion access. Our maternity death rate is skyrocketing. Uh, gay rights are, like, on the chopping block. It's just... Uh, how few people do you have to care about you. if you are not going to vote for who the eventual Democrat is? It's stupid. Yeah. Again, you and don't listen, have to love the top line candidate. There are a gazillion other yeah. people get, who will be your type of person. If you want them appointed yeah. in positions that matter, you need some a Democrat in power to appoint like smart people and, who actually know what they're doing. Because Trump isn't going to do it. No. Republicans aren't going to do it. They, they never have. Fuck. And if... And if and when Joe Biden is our nominee, by all means, push him as far yes. left as we need to. Make sure that people are out there they saying, did it with like, marriage equality. They did it with marriage equality. They, like, Hillary Clinton got dragged pretty far, which is now 
centrist, I, I mean, was that <laughs> anyway, but she got pushed further left because of the burning crowd. And like, I think that was really important. And, and let's not forget that like the platform that, and it's, I get it. It's too little, but the platform that Joe Biden is running on is really progressive compared to what we've seen in the right. past, like compared to Barack Obama. And it's because people push the centrist. Yes. So like, be like, these are the primaries, fight it out. Maybe like be less of an, like being an asshole to people isn't the way to get them on your side. I don't know. I thought that was politics 101, but according to Twitter, not super. Yeah. Uh, do what you have to do, but if you and somebody replied to your tweet of like the only thing we can do is like shut the whole Democratic Party down, blah blah blah, and it's like, I mean, maybe that will work, but how many people are going to fucking die in the like? Not, I'm not being sarcastic when I say people are going to die if you if we let Donald Trump stay in office. The reason, the fact that people were holding their nose and voting for Hillary and and feel like voting third party and talking shit about her, like on the way to vote for her. Those are, I mean, there's Russia obviously, but Trump won. You fucking got what you want. We sure showed the Democrats. And like, I don't know. What did you get? Kids in cages. Even fewer people voted for Bernie this time around than they did in 2016. Nice job. You win. It's stupid. I swear to fucking God, (laughs) if anybody, if I see like the DNC was trying to keep Bernie down, like fuck (laughs) All of the way off. Like, how fucking... Da- you lost the election. It's I okay. love how the Democratic Party is so incompetent. They can't do anything right except rig except every candidate against and your make person. make sure Bernie doesn't see the light of... I don't know. If he was only leading. they could be that organized. Oh They're not. He was leading in all the polls. He won a bunch of primary states. They ignored the fuck out of I will of tell you my like, favorite thing to do this week, even uh, though I... I Again, I like Bernie. I voted for him like in the Bernie primary Watt. yesterday. I want. I wish he would win. Uh, he's not. But the most glorious thing is watching people on Facebook who are like crazy fans of his. Like, deal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the the insanity. Well, it's fantastic. And, Even and, though I agree with them, I agree with them, and I think a lot of the points they're making are valid. Like restricting voting rights fucking sucks and you know and it's hurting bernie probably but also his like you said his turnout wasn't what it was you know four years ago but also if you're worried about voting rights getting overturned guess what you shouldn't do sit out the election yeah because trump right now is appointing judges who will do everything they can to make sure that like people of color have the hardest time voting possible you know what's going to help them democrats in office yeah if republic i mean republicans did in 2016 they plenty of them did not want trump to be the person yeah. and then their candidates lost and what did they do they sucked it up yeah so they could be evil yes and they got what they wanted because that's their ultimate goal and they're like all right i it's, guess he's the vessel to evil fine like if you are a bernie supporter so we grab some women trump whatever would be a better president than Joe fucking Biden, who is like hashtag problematic. Like he wasn't even my top five choices. Like I do not want Joe Biden to be the nominee and I cannot be clear enough. I think he should have retired in, in 2016. He would have been an amazing, a a well-loved and respected Democrat. If he just retired, I'm angry that he's going to be our nominee. I'm not happy about it. That said, I'm going to be fucking knocking on doors to say, can I please interest you in my candidate, Joe Biden? 
his teeth are very big, so I think that's You don't have to love, cool. him. love your uh, progressive candidates oh running for local yeah, office, I'm, state office. Yeah, that's what I voted Congress. for yesterday. Like, I, did you vote for Rachel Ventura by, or are you in her district? Uh, not in her district. Okay. Um, like, Rachel Ventura is running against Bill Voted for Lauren Underwood. <gasps> Yay! She's uh, unopposed in the Democratic primary, oh, but I'm she? happy to vote for her. Oh, I'm glad she's unopposed. Yeah. Um, anyway, like, it's just... Uh, vote... Don't not vote. Vote down ballot. Get involved on the local level. Mm-hmm. I've said this like every time. I yeah, if you gonna... actually care to the point where you're like, I'm going to burn down the whole world because yeah. I didn't get everything I wanted. Yeah, who are you working for? Yeah, go to your like, local Democratic party. Pull them left. Work. Find your local Democratic socialist. Yeah. Work with them. There's yes. shit to do. And whining about your candidate not winning. Guess what? Why don't you get a like city council member elected? Yes. And then we could talk about the presidency. Yes. Like, <laughs> make... We're all trying to do the most good we can. And go around to your neighbor's houses, knock on their knock door, on say fuck you or whatever you say online to everyone no, who doesn't agree your with you. precinct committee person like I did. Go knock on your fellow Democrats' doors and hey, say, hey, like... Here are the candidates I'm supporting. My name's Jessica. I'm your neighbor. I'm supporting candidates who support the Green New Deal. And here are those candidates. Do you know where to vote? Do you know when to vote? Do you, are you aware there's an election coming up? Here's all the shit you need. I am not doing a ton, but I've walked 12 miles around my neighborhood to make sure people are getting out the vote. Like, I'm doing something. You can, too. It's not hard. And guess, and like... Knocking on doors and talking to people sucks in a lot of ways, but when you're just doing it, you're knocking on Democrats' door and all you're doing is saying, like, here's the information you need. It's not that hard. It, it, it just do do something. And maybe people are doing something and also complaining online, by all means. But I promise you most of them are not. And also, I want to remind everybody, oh my, this has longer politics rant than we usually do. Let's always remember that elections happen more than every four years. Mm-hmm. And I said this in 2016, I'm saying it again in 2020. If you're if you're unhappy with how elections are handled or you're unhappy with this or that, you can't only pay attention once every four years and pretend that you're going to make a big difference. If you are invested in making things better, you have to put your fucking money where your mouth is and you have to put your time into it. And trust me, you will sleep better at night Feeling like you're affecting positive change for people. And right, oh, look at my look at my refrigerator. It says Warren. I got my bumper. St- I got two magnetic bumper <laughs> stickers. Literally two days after Aww. she dropped out, and one is up here. One's on my garage fridge because I'm a suburbanite, and we keep pop and beer in there. It's the whitest thing ever. I know. Let's, it is. You want to talk about a different story? This <sighs> is what really, happens when really Republicans run a government. Um, in Florida, here's a little story for you because yes. it, it's it takes a bit. In 2015, in Florida, they have their state championship in high school football. Okay. It, they have several uh, tiers depending on the size of your school. And for one of the state championships, mm-hmm. uh, for one of the smaller school divisions, it just so happened that two private Christian schools, which are part of the system because mm-hmm. uh, they're allowed to be and they can be, um, they made it to the state championship. So they're in like whatever stadium the state association uh, rents out for mm-hmm. that weekend of all the football games and all the state championships. And before the Christian game started for the 2A playoffs, mm-hmm. one of the team's coaches is like, we want to basically hijack the loudspeaker and do a prayer over the loudspeaker cool. system. And the state, the Florida High School Athletic Association said, you can't do that. 
because uh, we're running the tournament. Mm-hmm. This is a public stadium. That's a public loudspeaker that's under our control. So you can't use it to proselytize. Right. And that was that. Like, go play your damn game. That's what you're here to do. And that was 2015. They have been suing over that action for, five for years? years. And it's gone back and forth over every court. Um, like one judge tossed it out. It went to an appeals court and the appeals court said, well, they have the right to sue. So based like you can't just throw it out. You got to rule on the merits. Mm-hmm. And that's where we are right now. We're still waiting for that result to come mm-hmm. in. But in any case, the reason I bring that up this week, the Florida House, which is majority Republican, they passed a bill, HB 7103, which is actually a really big. It's like a 53 page education bill. But it includes one section and see if you could figure out what they're getting at here. And they're talking about the Florida High School uh, Athletic Association, the FHSAA. So that's what that's for. Here's what it says. The FHSAA shall adopt bylaws or policies, blah, 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 that allow that require prior to the start of all athletic events conducted under the FHSAA. Including the, the including the state championship series, uh-huh. that each participating school be provided 30 seconds for opening remarks over the public address system. The FHSAA may not prohibit prayer or anything else, basically. Um, prior to the remarks, the public address announcer shall announce that the content of those remarks by a participating school is not endorsed by and does not reflect the views and opinions of the state, basically. So they're basically saying... We're creating a law that allows all the teams participating in an event to get 30-second access to the loudspeaker to do whatever it is they want. And if they pray, so be it. It's just a gift to Christians, right? So they passed that in the House. It's done. It's going to the Republican-led Senate. It could be signed into law by a Republican governor. And by the way, we've seen them do, we've seen states do stuff like this when it comes to graduation speeches. Like, should you allow a student to pray at a high school, public high school graduation? Mm -hmm. And the answer has been, if the administrators know you're going to pray, we're holding them accountable and you could sue them. Right. And so one way to get around that is to say, well, we're not, don't tell us what you're going to do. Just, oh yeah, we allow a speaker to speak, but we won't do anything. Go rogue, 18-year-old with a microphone, nothing could go wrong there. Now, how do you over, oh look, if this passes, and it could pass, and they've written it in a way to be sneaky about saying look we're not endorsing religion we're just saying you can do whatever you want so it's the free thing speech with that being sneaky is like they know oh yeah everybody knows this is just so christians can pray whenever they want under the guise of neutrality so all you need listen if you're in florida and you're a high school student I need you to become a Satanist before for 30 seconds before any game, and you need to get access to that loudspeaker. It's maybe the most narrow Yeah. <laughs> the most narrow demographic I, we've ever targeted listen, is high if, schoolers in Florida. If you're a practicing Muslim, I'm cool with that too. Yeah. You get on that loudspeaker, you give 30 seconds of a prayer to Allah, mm-hmm. you say God doesn't exist, mm-hmm. you say hail Satan, mm-hmm. you use that microphone and have all the fun you want, and I promise you this law will be stopped in a heartbeat if they cannot do it through legal hey, channels. Reach out to him and I we're professional I will writers. write it for you, man. We will write man. your fucking speech. I'll make a yeah. PowerPoint You could say Black Lives you. Matter. You yes. could say Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is a racist and the racists think mm-hmm. he's racist. Is Whatever he, it is you want. Like, who looks like a snake or is that the old governor? Um, they all look like snakes to me. 
Florida. Um, but yeah, so that bill just yeah, passed in Florida because five years ago, some Christians. Rick Scott is who I was thinking of. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's senator now. Um, That's right. <laughs> all this because five years ago, some Christians wanted to pray and force their prayers upon everybody because otherwise, you know, it doesn't count. It doesn't count unless like Jews have to listen to your prayers. Sure. Um, and now they're still fighting it. So Ron that's Santos looks like um, in a kids movie where they're trying to get their parents back together. The mom's new boyfriend who is like really into work and like doesn't really like kids and has shoulder pads. Again, very specific. I mean, look at but his not picture wrong. and tell me I'm wrong. Oh, I, I'm, I don't think you're wrong. Like he would have been played by, I was going to say Phil Hartman, but he's too. I was going to go with Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick is much better. Mm. Yes. Um, let's talk about Kentucky. So this is another, oh, it happened Kentucky. last month. There was a locker room. This is Letcher County Central High School, a uh, public high school in their locker room, in the boys' locker room. There is a sign that was painted above the locker room, and it says, but the Lord is with me like a mighty warrior Wait, with a Bible verse. Wait, we have stories about Bibles in... Of in, course. Of <laughs> in, course. Uh, in locker rooms? Sure. Uh, I don't know if this is the same one or a different one, but... Um, the one I have is um, Nebraska. Oh, yeah. Different story. So we're in, in Kentucky. We're in Kentucky. We're in Kentucky. Whitesburg. <laughs> <laughs> it had to happen. So they had... A little on the nose there, Kentucky. So they had this Bible verse in the locker room. The Freedom from Religion sent a letter. They eventually painted over it. There is no Bible verse in the locker room. This made the people of Whitesburg very upset. And here's what happened this week. You were doing all right there? <laughs> so here's what they did. A local business owner was like, I'm going to fight back because you removed that Bible verse in the locker room. So she created shirts that have the Bible verse on it. And basically before a basketball game, they were handing them out for a suggested donation. Oh, man. If and you all these people. Shirt, you said that to me, I will wear it. <laughs> all these people were wearing the shirt at the basketball game. But the thing is, like, the news coverage, not just the local news coverage, but, like, the, the oh. conservative media was very much like, yeah, they fought back. They showed those atheists whose boss, it backfired. Whatever FFRF wanted to do, it backfired. Yeah. To which I don't work for FFRF, but I could say they don't care. Don't give a fuck. You can wear a shirt that has a Bible verse. That's not illegal. So FFRF doesn't care what you do. They're not paying attention to you. No, you're they don't off their care. radar. You didn't backfire because you're doing exactly what they said. It's like if they say you can't have prayers over the loudspeaker and then Christians are like, well, we're going to fight back by praying in our minds. Okay. Yeah. Have fun, dude. You, you do you. Whatever. So no one cares. Kentucky is Whitesburg. like basically at the border of Kentucky and Virginia. So like that's Appalachia, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, that I, is I cracked genuinely up. the happiest I've ever been, I think. <laughs> I cracked up at the idea of them thinking, if we wear these shirts, we'll piss off the atheists. And the atheists are like, no, you already did what we wanted. You're you took right. it down from the locker room. We've moved on to other cases. I think there's just such, the, uh, such a disconnect about They're such what... victims. They always oh, have to victims. be victims. But also, like, they think we are anti-religion, which I will say some people are anti-religion. Uh, but... I, 
I, I don't think they understand the depths of most atheists' apathy toward people who are religious. Like, Privately oh, religious. Oh, yeah, and, like, yeah. do whatever the fuck you want. You want to handle some, like, poison snakes? <laughs> By all means, right. sir. You don't need all ten fingers. <laughs> I, like... I I think that's what I think is well because I feel like that's also a refrain with um with uh conservatives versus liberals too like I've seen so many things of like like the Democrats hate this because I'm a hot girl in a bikini let's like make this go viral to own the lips I'm like <laughs> with I don't like know. holding a gun or something no not even that oh, just, just like in a woman in a bikini oh. and I'm like <laughs> I don't know have you ever met Hollywood like they all look pretty good in bikinis and are like I own bikinis and I should not anymore like this is not an anti-democratic thing this is just how you choose to do like their perception of what we care about is so different from anything I even sort of give a fuck about mm-hmm. anyway my uh my best friend and her boyfriend came up to visit from uh kentucky this past weekend we went to wisconsin not from whitesburg from louisville and i do say that correctly because (laughs) from there and it was incredible we went to some like fun dive bars in lake geneva and it was genuinely like the best weekend of my entire life we took so many edibles and watched so (laughs) many bad movies also i invented bad movie bingo I'm going to sell it. It should be a worldwide hit Do because it. we did really well. Anyway. I did vote for the, should we allow our city to sell marijuana because it's legal in Illinois? Oh, because you're in Naperville, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, why Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm in Aurora. We but were I, like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. It was, I, did I can't you believe you went to my first dispensary? No. I went to... so there's. I don't even do it, by the way. No, I'm just no. like, why would we say no, no to that? No, nor does my husband. He does not yeah. give a fuck about weed. But he's like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> you like fucking narcs? Um, <laughs> so I was. I had a day that I was like just going to go stock up. And I was going to go to the one in North Aurora. But I heard parking was bad there and the lines were really long. And so I went to one in Addison, which is like a 20-minute drive. But I swear to fucking God, it was the nicest group of people I've ever <laughs> seen. And I, it was it, it, it had a DMV vibe, right, of people are like waiting in yes. long lines, like weaving. But everybody's just like fucking happy to be there. All of the people have like menus and really want to talk to you about what you want. I'm like, I don't know. Can I have something that's inedible that like will chill me out and not like make me paranoid i don't know that's what i'm looking for i am a very novice drug user were they like yes here it is on the menu oh god they were like no here's what i like (laughs) now i take this i like to watch this and i'm like you're my guardian angel (laughs) um yeah so i got some mints and i got some uh gummies the gummies are like more delicious than they should be like if you're too high you're like i just want that gummy though (laughs) (laughs) anyway my point is Come on, Naperville. What the fuck are you nerds doing? <laughs> I'm very curious how that vote will go. Yeah, I am too. And Find out we'll, next week. We're still dealing with, I, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show, but right up uh, by the Meyer by me, they're trying to put a dispensary in there. Uh-huh. And for months, my um, HOA has been like, we have to stop it. I'm like, are you sure? Because it's walking distance from my house. What are you mad about? Like, the bar next door is going to be fucking thrilled. Oh, also the dispensary, there was like a stand of Girl Scouts buying cookies. Smart. I would just, I was just like, it was one of those moments that I kind of reaffirmed that people aren't all the worst. Cause it was like a really diverse group of people, like racially age wise. I was like, 
this is the dispensary brings everyone together. It really and truly does. And I'm so mad because they've canceled two town halls um, for Aurora or city halls, I guess, uh, meetings of like, you know, come tell us what your feelings are about this dispensary. I wrote genuinely like a two page speech <laughs> about, about like this is your shining moment. Yeah, and they keep canceling it. I'm like, God damn it. I already showered and put on makeup for this. Like, what are we doing, Aurora? All right. We got time for one more story. Oh, shit. Pick yeah, this your, is gone. Pick, pick your favorite. Um, oh, let's talk about Pixar. Okay. Um, are your kids excited about this next movie onward? I, I don't talk to them. I don't know. <laughs> So there's a movie Onward. <laughs> they watch Peppa Pig. They haven't moved on to Pixar yet. <laughs> so there's a movie Onward coming out. It's about elves and or ogres. Unclear. Haven't actually paid that much attention because I'm a 34-year-old human woman <laughs> with no children. Um, so this, this movie is coming out, but it's going to be banned in a few Middle Eastern countries because... What is in the movie? There is a woman who mentioned a female character who mentions she's in a same sex relationship. So gay people exist. Yeah. So in Kuwait, um, Oman, uh, Qatar and Saudi Arabia, they will not be showing this particular uh, movie. And let me read you the quotes. So it's a police officer. She's voiced by uh, Lena Waithe, who I don't know who that is. Actress. Yeah, thank you, yeah, fucking heaven. Yeah, I know she's an actress. She does a comedy show, Slim and something, and I don't remember. I haven't seen it. Okay, I'm gonna look it up. But she waits. Um, she. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's um. Fuck, what's her show? Oh, she's in. <gasps> Wait, you is like she the, the research from... we do for this show? No, I know, but Lena. Oh, she's the actress from um. I think Queen and Slim. That's what I said. Did you see Queen and Slim? No. Genuinely? No. no. Okay, first of all, it's a movie, and you're an idiot. Movie? No. Oh, no, she's a writer for Queen and Slim. God, I'm going to delete all of this. No, don't. Anyway, <laughs> she's a voice actor. She's also a person of color, if that probably doesn't lend anything. Her lines include, quote, It's not easy being a parent. My girlfriend's daughter got me pulling my hair out, okay? That's the end of the line. Ha! <laughs> According to Deadline, Russia... Censored the scene in question by changing the word girlfriend to partner to avoid mentoring the gender. Um, it's just, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what to fucking tell you. Um, it's just such a fucking mess. When they're mess. going after Disney movies for being too much. This isn't Disney. This is, oh, it is. I mean, Pixar, so it's like. I, hmm. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. If you haven't seen Queen and Slam, please, by all means, see it. You she lost is, me. I haven't seen. I have not. It's, I, I've, I, I can't think of the last time I have been so affected by a movie that like the credits were rolling and I was just sitting in my seat crying. <laughs> like both Mikey and I were just like, we're going to have to just be here for a minute. Cause I'm not ready for, <laughs> I'm not ready to go back into the world. Nice. Um, but anyway, so that's really cool. And gays have no problem. A GOP candidate compared the LGBTQ movie. LGBTQ movement to pedophilia. Like, everything's going really good and fine. So, nothing to worry about. Definitely don't worry about voting. Elections don't matter. Both parties are the same. Right. Right. God. Just. Oh, my dog's throwing up. Oh, Daddy okay. understands. Okay, my dog's throwing up. With that, you can find us. You can follow me on Twitter at Blueberry, B L U E B U R I E. You do the rest of the stuff. I have to clean up my dog. I am at Hemant Meta. Please go to slash friendly atheist podcast. 
And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.